I'm located in Los Angeles, California. I saw that you were working in the music studio for Sound City Center. Could you tell us the backstory of that studio and how did you get to work in there? Yeah, so Sound City Studio, it, it was it was a gift from God. Um, it was something that happened after, like, I think it was two years of speaking with a producer and um, going back on forth. And we finally meet up and he believed in my project and he loved my voice. And um, I went in with um, Fernando Cavallos, who's done, you know, multi-Grammy um albums you know and i went in there he invited me to go into the studio and he heard my voice and we got to work right away and we uh pre-recorded a song that uh got asked to come out on um dmx's film which is coming up which i'm very excited about and um it's funny because i knew there was something special about sound city but because i'm so like goal orientated and focused on like how i have to you know get things done in a certain amount of time and be able to just climb, climb, climb and work on my music that I didn't get to absorb the magic behind it. And one day he calls me over and he goes, uh, him and my business manager, like, okay, we have to go into the studio, get the song done. And he calls me over and he goes, I want to show you something. And he takes me into the parking lot upstairs and I see all these classic cars lined up. And I'm yeah. just like, what is this, you know? And then I see like, you know, the caution tape and like, you know, when they're filming how they like um, segregate, like isolate areas. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's like a little tent up. What's going on here? They're filming a movie. I'm still not quite sure. I'm sure they are. Um, yeah. But he goes, look at all these cars. I see all these cars. And he goes, these are, you know, there's a story behind each vehicle. He goes, and or a band and i was like what he's like yeah so sound city obviously being tom petty like he was the one who funded the studio and yeah. um i go up there and i'm seeing all these cars that belong to like green day nirvana you know um foo fighters and the list goes on yeah so when he took me out there and i saw all the cars that represented like each band like foo fighters nirvana um tom petty green day you know the list goes on i was just in shock and that's when i finally absorbed that i was creating music in a space where all these legendary bands and artists have started to create their music and humble beginnings and it was just beautiful to pick up on all of that energy you know and yeah. to know that i was in a space where history was made you know where where these artists have reached you know their aspirations or goals and they're able to influence through their music so it was it was a really good experience sound city is definitely an amazing place to record and um i'm honored to be a part of you know sound city's repertoire of artists that have 
walked into that amazing building and, and created oh. magic. So I hope to create magic. <laughs> I also saw that you were inside Shaka Khan's old studio hall. What was that experience? Yes. I love it. You know, it's um it's like Sound City. Um it's when when you're in a in a building or, or around certain people, you pick up on energy, you know? And um, it's so funny because I used to live two blocks away from Shaka Khan's studio without knowing it was Shaka Khan's studio yeah. before I had met the producer, um, Johnny Malone, uh, who, who I'm now working with. And I remember just understanding after I had my move to um, Hollywood was a little sporadic, was after a time where I just decided, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna move. And wherever I move, I'm just, it was based off on like a crazy limb to say, okay, wherever I find a location, that's where I'm gonna go. And um, I did know that no matter what I was doing, I was pursuing music. And all of a sudden I end up in the mega of, uh, you know, the center of where it's filled with nothing but, you know, Chaka Khan's studio, Dr. Dre's studio within like a few miles away and all these very important underground studios that I had no idea existed and were in the area where I had recently moved to. And so I was living two blocks away from Chaka Khan's studio and I had no idea. And I remember just driving and, and hopping on the freeway and going to work and just thinking like, God, oh, just praying and saying, you know, position the right people so that I can you know, progress and start working on my music. And where am I going to even, where, where do I even begin? You know, where do I even begin? And um, fast forward a year later, you know, I get a call, I start working with JM and it's two blocks away from where I lived. And I mean, there's a laundry mat area next to it. And I did laundry there to wash like my big comforters, like, um, like twice. And I remember breaking my head, trying to think like, when is this all going to happen for me? When is music going to really happen? The right people going to come along, right? Producers, where am I going to really record? And so happens I start recording in these places where, you know, very important people have recorded and it's been great. It's great. Every time I go, I've had so far my birthday celebrated in a recording studio, um, working with uh, breakfast in Vegas, who, recorded with like the weekend bad bunny you know so many other artists and then i've had you know february 14th valentine's day at shaka khan's studio and yeah. um you know it's amazing it's amazing to, to to do what i love and to be in a position in a place where where people have done great things there shaka khan's studio when i'm walking in i get to see all the you know the multi like platinum albums and the grammys and and I'm walking in there and I just like, it just fills me right before going in to record to just yeah. see all those, those albums on, on the wall. I say, that's going to be me one day soon, soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're already, you're already getting that experience and vibration being in those locations. Yeah, I can definitely say that. Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful experience. I take my dog there. <laughs> so. I'm like, it's bring your, your baby to work day. And that, and I only have a fur baby. So I take her there and she picks up on all of that too. <laughs> and they're so welcoming, you know, they've never, they love my dog, my producer, my business manager. They take care of me and my dog and, yeah. and we just get to work where they're all through the night. So it's a climb. It's crazy.
So speaking about all these great artists, who do you consider to be top five artists dead or alive and why? Oh, gosh. Well, my my music um, is, my selection of music is very broad. I can listen to really gangster rap, very Caribbean tropical or Jamaican music or very classical and 1940s Billie Holidays and Mozart all together yeah. and then tango. So I, it's, it's uh, voices. I'm going to go with voices, voices more than artistry. Voices, you know, I can't go wrong with Whitney Houston. I can't go wrong with Mariah Carey. I can't go wrong with, you know, the Diana Ross. <laughs> Diana Ross. And um, I definitely would have to say, uh, you know, artist-wise, male artists, I love The Weeknd. Um, and I like how Bad Bunny has revolutionized the Spanish market too. So I'm kind of just throwing in a mix there of, of artists and voices. But my top three voices, I would say Whitney Mariah and um, Diana Ross or Barbara Streisand. Can't beat those voices, you know? Okay. So you're currently working with some heavyweight producers. Could you tell us who they are and what's their experience like? Currently working with some what? Heavyweight producers. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I, I try to keep it, you know, within five fingers of who I work with uh, yeah. because everyone is so busy. But uh, I've had the honor to work with my top three. Uh, my first one being um, Johnny Malone, JM, um, who I call Jammy Kite. <laughs> He's turned into, you know, a brother to me. And um, I've worked on my first song that I can say is truly my essence and who I am and what I'm so happy to, to bring out into the market and, and share with, with everyone because it's really like who I am. And that song is going to be debut end of August. Um, and I'll be performing at the Cannabis Award September 9th in Oklahoma. And um, with JM, he's produced everyone from like Nipsey Hustle. It's an editing room That's too. Cool, everything. Yeah. Like just like skinny, like skinny. I don't know, something else. Twenty-five. In the land. Yeah, twenty-five, twenty-five, twenty-five. That's right. For sure. Like skinny. Like, what could we say? Say like skinny. Mm -hmm. A different, a different word. Not blanking out. You just mean replace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like, if you blank it out, you say it like almost everyone, and, and they say the hook every time. Yeah. So what? That's just you got a copy right here, Diane. A what? to work with like Tory Lanez a bunch of other you know uh -huh. great artists mm -hmm. and he's one you know he's he's charted billboard and and won Grammys so it's it's been great to work with him but it's been even greater experience to create you know a family a friendship that you know i can say hey i'm not only going to work but i'm around people that care for my project care for me because you know at the end of the day we're spending 12 hours trying to create one song <laughs> so it's been a sacrifice music is definitely a sacrifice and and i don't think people get get to see see that much you know they see oh the studio oh the the flamboyant side of music and to be honest yeah. with you as artists being an artist, being a producer, you know, we struggle so much, so much to 
be able to create our art, you know, so much to, to, to have our own freedom and be artists. Yeah. And um, we fight for that every day, you know, and it's not only till the end that people get to see the final product in a package and they're like, oh, wow, you know, it's, this is what it is. There's so much blood, sweat and tears yeah. that goes behind the music, you know, the art. So what would be one piece of advice that you that you got working with him that that you figured was something that you could take with you? Um, you know, I get a lot of conversations um, with a lot of artists, with a lot of producers. But something I like about working with with my producer, which I am specifically is you know, we'll have a break in between sessions, you know, and we talk about life and we talk about, you know, our struggles and we talk about, you know, God a lot, soul energy. And we talk about, you know, God's plan and, and we just, we just keep pushing. That's what it is at the end of the day is, you know, he advises me a lot to have faith and um, to keep pushing. And, and I, I really take that in because I think we all come to a point in our life where so much you know frustration can build up things aren't going the way we want them to go or as fast as we want them to go and some people just tend to throw in the towel and quit yeah. and um and our whole thing is you know you just can't quit you have to keep going and you have to have faith and keep going and that's a challenge within itself you know and it's definitely a challenge within itself but it's the only way you will ever get to somewhere so yeah that's one advice <laughs> Yeah. So for a new person that's checking out your music, how would you describe your style? My style? Um, surprising. Um, you know, I'm going to always surprise people. That's just part of my personality. It's, it's part of who I am. You know, one day I could be singing R&B and I'm very soulful and into my craft with R&B. And all of a sudden, I may hit you with like some heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have no boundaries when it comes to music. Um, it's such a form to connect with everyone, you know, or, or one thing. So people can expect to be surprised by my music. <laughs> so are you currently central uh, major label? No, I have a few labels looking at me right now. It's funny. Um, I'll talk to my business manager, Jehovah, and he goes, you're the only artist. You know, he's brought many artists into the industry, especially on the Latin market from, you know, Daddy Yankee. He's currently, you know, business manager of Donomar too. And um, the list goes on for him as well. And he goes, you're the first artist that does things backwards. And I'm like, I, I don't know how you get it done. He goes, but you get it done. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. So, you know, um, he knows, you know, he's, he's very well connected as in, as I am as well. I've, I've been in the industry doing my networking from a very young age. And um, I have a couple of eyes on me that are very important. So wish me luck, hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah. For music listeners out there wanting to find new artists, to listen to tell us why you're one of those artists that people should pay attention to 
That's hard to say. You know, there's, I just, I can't, I love, I see the struggle behind every artist and um, I see how much passion and love they put into their craft. So it's like music, everybody has their own taste in music, you know? Um, it's hard for me to say, just listen to me. But I feel like, you know, for those that are interested in hearing a different sound and hearing um, different forms and types of music, um, take a listen, you know? Don't pass up my music. Okay. Is there any artists out there that you would like to collaborate with? <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to work with The Weeknd. I would love to to make music with Andrea Bocelli. Okay. Create a nice song with Andrea Bocelli one time. <laughs> yeah. So, I heard your voice. It's very soulful. Trying to hide a feel of broken heart. Trying to hide a feel of broken heart when I'm running out of time. I fly hide with your demons. So I think that being a female and having such a deep voice, especially when I sing, um, yeah. you know, it's like people are like, whoa, I didn't expect that to come out of you. And it's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel like, I think um, I've listened to females that have really rough, deeper voices and, you know, people have made fun of them and said, oh, you sound like man or, you know, and there's such soulful, rich voices. And um, yeah. someone that I've been getting compared to a lot, which is, which is an honor to me, you know, um, has been Tony Braxton. And um, she has a beautiful, deep voice, you know, so that's someone that I can say that I kind of I'm inclined to to be able to say, OK, I can hit that note. Oh, OK, that's that's easy for me. I can I can smooth right into that song, you know. Yeah. So I think I would say Tony Braxton 